I'm Jules. I'm Sophia. And this is the Austin, Austin Archives. <laughs> Little off, but woo! <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. Today we are talking about Pride and Prejudice again. (laughs) And um, also again, focusing on the Lizzie Benny Diaries, part two. Part two of four looks like potentially now. What's four? Now I'm confused. No, two of four. Like oh, two of four. Yeah. Like we should be. We're online. Uh, in line to have four episodes on Lizzie Bennet Diaries is what I meant. That yes. to... gotcha. I was like, what? What's four? What are we doing? Uh, anywho, yes, Lizzie Bennet Diaries. It's great. And so usually what we do is remind people about uh, the the novel that we're talking about, give little reminders or background info if you're tuning in or you would just like to hear us speak about Jane Austen. And then we go over a little bit of information about what we're watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Pride and Prejudice, let us discuss. It was published in 1813. Uh, that... All right, there's like a very strange noise going on in my backyard that I got very distracted by. That sounded <laughs> like a mix between a machine and an angry cat. So, um, yeah, 1813 is the year that Pride and Prejudice was published. It was a magical year, groundbreaking. And at the time, it was published by the author of Sense and Sensibility. Later, Jane Austen was like, you are welcome. It is I. <laughs> um, and we were like, yes, we love you. Um, Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for the music, the songs we're singing, you know, all the things. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the novel itself um, is about... Well, a lot of things, I suppose, but mostly focuses on the Bennets, the Bennett family, and the daughters that are in the Bennett family, even more specifically. Uh, the daughters being from, oh, let's see if I can do from oldest to youngest, and Jane, Lizzie, Mary, uh, Kitty, and Lydia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, their experiences in their their kind of their world, their society, some romances, good things, and the novel um, in romance follows Jane and Mister Bingley and their 
getting to know each other and falling in love. Um, also, similarly with uh, Elizabeth Bennett and Mr. Darcy. And there's also the shenanigans of Lydia and Mr. Wickham. And yeah, there's that. Some other major players that um, show up in many adaptations, including Lizzie Bennet Diaries, which we'll be focusing on today, are Mr. Collins and who else? Um, Miss Bingley or Caroline Bingley. And uh, well, Lady Catherine doesn't show up quite yet, but she just gets a lot of name drops. So we'll just throw her in here. Lady Catherine de Berg. Um, and is that it? Um, yeah, that's mostly yeah. it for who shows up so far. Um, other things maybe that we sometimes note are the ages of the characters. So in canon, Lizzie is not yet one in 20, so 20 years old. Jane is supposed to be like 22, right? Yep. Love that. And um, Mary doesn't necessarily get a canon age, but maybe we'll guess, I don't know, 17 or 18 or so. Uh, I would say probably closer to 18 or 19 based 19 on Kitty. Kitty is 17. Wow. Okay. Yes. So Kitty is 17 and then Lydia is um, 15. And yeah. Anything else you would like to add into the, the Bennett Funtime Brigade? I like that very much. Um, I don't think so. I think you covered everything that I would have said. Cool. Grant. And yeah, what do we want to say about the Lizzie Bennett Diaries? Would you like to say words now? <laughs> sure. I will say words now. Um the Lizzie Bennett Diaries was a um, YouTube series that ran from spring of 2012 to spring of 2013. Um, there are like a hundred episodes of the show, though that doesn't include the Q&A videos she did or the videos from um like Lydia has a blog and Charlotte's little sister has a few like videos she does um and then at some point we've also got um Darcy's sister Gigi doing videos but she does not appear yet so we're not going to talk about that um <laughs> not quite so uh, we have Ashley Clements as Lizzie Bennett, Julia Cho as Charlotte Liu, Laura Spencer as Jane Bennett, Mary Kate Wiles as Lydia, Maxwell Glick as Ricky Collins, 
uh, Christopher Sean, who plays Bing Lee, and uh, Jessica Jade Andres as Caroline Lee. And um, then we have Brianna Cuoco as Mary Bennett. And, um, oh my gosh, does not have uh, the actress that plays Maria. Oh, that's sad. So, just gonna look that up real quick. Um, actress who played Maria. <laughs> now it's time for Google. Lizzie Bennett Diaries. Um, oh my gosh. Nobody. Oh, that's sad. Oh. It's not even she's mentioned on the Wikipedia page, but she's not. Um. Will you help us in these trying to? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. (gasps) Maria of the Lou. Janice Sonia Lee. Hey. Got there, friends. Got there. Got there. Got there. Um. So I guess in the episodes that we watched for today, um, it spans um, the beginning of. Lizzie and James stay at Netherfield while uh, Lydia stays with cousin Mary. She is no longer a sister. She is a cousin. Um, And their interactions with, we are introduced to Bing Lee and his sister, Caroline. Um, And they make several appearances. Caroline is fully aware that Lizzie is making vlogs, but for whatever reason, um, Bing Lee thinks that they're doing video letters to Charlotte. <laughs> um, so that was an interesting choice made by the creators of this. Um, and then we go from that to, um, oh my gosh, we go from that to uh, Ricky Collins, Mr. Collins, uh popping up and making Lizzie a offer for a job that she vehemently turns down. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlotte taking it, Charlotte moving and Lizzie having to deal with her best friend, no longer being around. And then we kind of end with um, being breaking up with Jane by telling her Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Twitter. Hi, there Twitter. we go. Yep. Saying he's going to Los Angeles, doesn't know when he's gonna be back. And then she kind of has a mild breakdown uh on yeah. camera and uh then says she's gonna go to Los Angeles to not to talk with him, but because there's an internship within her company, but that she will try and find him if she can, I guess. Um, yeah, and that's where we, we end. Well, George Wickham shows up. George um, Wickham shows up. Has some that. words to say about that. Because there's some drama. 
So I guess the quote, the quote that we are going to start off with is from uh, chapter 24, and Elizabeth Bennett says it. Um, she says, the more I see of the world, the more am I dissatisfied with it, and every day confirms my belief of the inconsistency of all human characters and of the little dependence that can be placed on the appearance of merit or sense. Um, and I think one of the things that we talked about last time and that we will certainly be talking about this time is how Lizzie really, truly does kind of see what she wants to see and looks for confirmation about her beliefs and therefore finds confirmation about her beliefs um, because she's looking for it. And I think this quote really kind of speaks to that mindset of she almost kind of wants to be like disappointed by the world. And so therefore she is. And I think the well, the context for this quote in particular is that um, in, in the book, this is after Charlotte has accepted um, Colin's offer to marry him. And uh, in the YouTube series, how they dealt with this particular um, plot point was that they have Charlotte accept a job offer that was originally made to Lizzie, but that she, I mean, she very, very much turned down. <laughs> yeah. Angrily. Yes. Down. Very yeah. And I mean, I, we, we can get more into that, but I do, I do think that she was maybe a little harsher than she needed to be. But I also think that uh, Collins definitely fell into that kind of, I'm going to say masculine trap of uh, mansplaining his mm -hmm. job to her. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, just, yeah. Like the episode title um, that Charlotte is in. His pitch needed work. A lot of work. Yeah. 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 I think for that quote, I, I'm definitely with you in the fact that, um, you know, Elizabeth Bennett and this version of Elizabeth Bennett are very much in their own worlds, maybe I'll, I'll use that word for now, their own worlds. They see the what's going on from their perspective and um, especially Lizzie Bennett in this adaptation is uh, comes off a lot of the time as just like, I'm right. I don't know how you would think that you know, what I see is not the truth because it is and that is sometimes very irritating and sometimes maybe has some merit but just like very um, judgmental I think is the word that we kind of brought up last time and I will use again she's very judgmental about a lot of humans and often goes for um, not trust or paranoid or whatever 
things first and um, kind of holds on to that until proven other, other what, what, what words. Words, holds words. on to that until approved otherwise is the way that would probably be said um yeah which i think is a uh well maybe somewhat of i can definitely understand that and also um her judgmental behaviors often come out in this series as like pretty mean um yeah and so we'll we'll expand on that for sure in this series yes yes we will like just definitely like going back to the quote like she's very um dissatisfied by a lot of things and like sees the world through that lens and that definitely comes across in this adaptation so it's both really interesting for that reason and also, I don't know, the approach of it in this also um, has some flaws and uh, we'll expand on that. Uh, yep. Going yep. forward. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I mean, and I think one of the things that um, I wanted to kind of bring up I guess um is that um the the interactions that we see with um oh my gosh with Caroline in particular Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. the way that um she kind of Caroline says basically what Lizzie wants to hear and therefore Lizzie trusts her pretty implicitly goes pretty drastic like almost a complete 180 from thinking Caroline is kind of the worst to being like oh she's my friend you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) um which is not extremely advisable I would say but um yeah (laughs) yeah it's so interesting I think in this series to see like the way in which um yeah especially in that relationship caroline bingley is very manipulative and um we'll just say that for right now we'll get into it more (laughs) soon and it's like really fascinating to me almost to like see the 180 and see like oh you're falling right into this trap because what Caroline is telling you is the judgmental thing that you want to believe and she's like feeding it to you and I yeah. don't trust that for a moment but Lizzie is like this is the best and I'm like oh, you are very prejudiced but that's yes. kind of the point of the thing <laughs> Yeah, there's there's definitely truth in the in the name there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I guess for me, there the one there's one specific episode I'm thinking of, and I'm kicking myself because I didn't write down um, the number of what episode it was. But Lizzie, like, very much does not want to talk about what happened 
that day with Darcy and she is like goaded into it by Carolyn. And it's almost painful to watch. Like if I'm being completely honest, because I'm sitting there and I'm like, as a viewer, you can see the manipulation, but Lizzie is just like, you know, Caroline winds her up and does so extremely effectively because she knows what to tell Lizzie and Lizzie just, you know, here's what she wants basically. Um, and yeah. I mean, and I do want to say, I think in all of these um, criticisms, I guess, that we're making that, um, I mean, I still love the series very, very much. And I like Lizzie a lot. But I will say that I think there are just some some things that um, have been... I don't know, have been exaggerated in this adaptation, I think just to show kind of the the pride versus prejudice aspect um, that we will get further into um, as the series goes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like to add on to that, I definitely agree. I really love this adaptation and I think there is a lot of really cool things that happen throughout it that, um, you know, this judgmental side of Lizzie in a lot of ways and, and so much in the future, like comes and like bites her back real hard and real rough. And she, um, to her credit learns a lot from that, but like, right now she's very in this um very much in this prejudice state and judgmental state um and a lot of that is you know frustrating to watch because at least I and you Sophia and many people I'm sure know this story so well and also know this adaptation so well and so when we're like being fed you know these different storylines are just like, oh my gosh, Lizzie, stop! Yeah. <laughs> Could you not? Yeah. And I and that is that is one of the things, I guess, that um that that makes sense to me uh, is that it's just the emotional part of everything that happens later um is is it's a sucker punch to the gut, basically. Um, a sucker punch. Yeah, because she sets herself up for it, and we're basically just waiting for the other shoe to drop because we know it's going to drop. You know, mm-hmm. we we are familiar with the story, um, and we know how this ends. And with this kind of exaggeration of certain aspects of the story, uh, we can all guess that it's not going to end up pretty, pretty basically. <laughs> um for her so and it, i mean she gets her she gets her ass handed to her basically um oh, yeah and it's in a couple of different ways too in a couple of different ways yeah and i mean i feel like i feel bad for her to be going through that pain but at the same time um i mean she kind of reaps what she sows in in a certain way oh, yeah i don't know I don't know. And yeah, many things can be true. Yes. 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 So, 
Yeah. So I don't know uh, what you want to get into. Oh, I mean, there's so many different ways we could go. Um, we could talk about Caroline more and that whole relationship, if we were even so bold enough to call it that. Um, it is a relationship of a kind, but like a real manipulative, toxic one. Yeah. Um, Great. Yeah. Yeah, we can start there if you'd like. Um, yeah, yeah uh, I mean, just to add on to the manipulative people live toxic stuff and what we were saying before. Um, Caroline Bingley is like almost masterful at, um, not even almost, like it is very masterful at. Um, manipulating Lizzie Bennett and maybe to a certain extent the audience um, is like very knowledgeable about like what um, Lizzie thinks about um, especially Darcy and like goads her into talking more believing more negative um, dissatisfactory things about him um for I mean I guess like something that I was thinking about is just like what is Caroline's goal in doing this um and I'm not sure if I have like a great answer but like I think it is very much um somewhere along the lines of like she wants to have Lizzie believe these things because it benefits her in whatever way that she wants it to benefit her. Really, it's just like, you know, I think the narrative of this and of Pride and Prejudice is that Caroline really likes Darcy, maybe even loves him and like wants him all to herself and like sees the potential or um, or knows the potential as um, like a competitive thing from Lizzie and like in this version manipulates Lizzie to the point where she's like oh yeah he's the worst right right and Lizzie believes it and so yeah that benefits Caroline and her ploy for whatever she's doing in her life and that's what I got right now what do you have to say? <laughs> I I actually would agree with you um, in in terms of uh, Caroline's ulterior motives. There, um, I I do get the feeling like, and this is this is taking in context uh, Jane's own beliefs. Jane thinks that Darcy likes. Lizzie, which we we all know is true. Come on. Um, <laughs> my dude, my boy. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, I think that Caroline is very shrewd, and I think she also sees that. And I think it really is her wanting to drive a wedge between Lizzie and Darcy by making sure that that relationship will never happen 
Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I really do think that that is what is going on, uh, on there, but I think that we don't really, I mean, the way that it's presented isn't quite there yet, but just from the way that she goads, uh, Lizzie into, to talking about Darcy, I, I mean, for me, that's the most logical explanation, I guess, is how I'm going to frame or say it um, as to why, because they're there, I guess looking at it, it's like, unless she's getting some sort of enjoyment out of it, I don't really know why else she would spend all this time uh, trying to, to, you know, to do, to do what she's doing. Um, yeah. I just, I, I think that's really the only thing that makes sense to me. Um, yeah. 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 To further drive the wedge between them. And again, because I think in the end, she like wants to have Darcy or, and, or maybe like protect the, whatever relationship that they do have. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's a thing that happens in this series. Yeah. That, because Lizzie is, like, so prejudiced against him, like, just eats it all up. Yeah. And doesn't even see what's actually happening. Um, until much later. Yes. And we'll get there. <laughs> We will. We will get there. We certainly will. Um, yeah. I I also think um, that part of it is that Caroline likes the attention and the fame. Oh, um, that's also a thing. Yeah, because the way that, in particular, she gets, she buys Lizzie a present. Uh, something that she knows Lizzie will not use and then she suggests oh let's do a giveaway for your followers Um, and kind of like comes to that pretty quickly Um, like so quickly that I would have trouble believing that uh, that wasn't the ulterior goal in the first place was to kind of um do this giveaway and be like, I bought this thing for your viewers, you know? Um, yeah. Like, notice me, love me. <laughs> Aren't I great? <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's like the Carolina vibe. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I've done nothing wrong. Aren't I so nice? And you're like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I know you, Caroline. I and so. It's so funny because I just remember like when this came out and like looking at all the stuff like so many people were like tweeting and and, like commenting like don't trust her don't trust her you know (laughs) it's just like but uh, I don't know and that's one of the issues I guess this is moving more into the technical aspect of it that this is one of the issues that I had with um, like the adaptation being done this way 
was that like it invited audience participation, but at the same time you knew audience participation was not going to mean much in the long run because it was still a show. Um, so like the Q and a sessions were really good, but in terms of like, you know, people commenting their thoughts and opinions and having the characters respond to that. I mean, there's only, there's only so far that could go, you know? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I think that was like such an integral. I think we talked about this last time too, but like, it was such an integral part of this series to interact with the characters in a lot of different ways and yeah see how much the community maybe is the word for it the the people watching were like what are you doing (laughs) what's happening yeah (laughs) <laughs> to just like have Lizzie Bennett be like, oh, everything is fine. And then just, but like, you knew, you knew. <laughs> we all knew. Yeah, we've been new. We've been new. We've, we've been new. Yeah. Which I think is like a really cool, again, like a really great way to deal with this, this adaptation. So fascinating. Yeah. And, you know. Oh, Caroline. Again, like, um, I think we mentioned this last time and I wanted to bring it up again. Um, We talked a little bit about how both of us really love um, the actors in this series. And, um, oh gosh, what's the name of the person who plays Caroline Lee? Um... Jessica Jade Andres. Oh, Jessica Jade Andres. Yes. Um, Jessica Jade Andres does a fantastic job at this role. Just like, let's be real. Let's acknowledge that. Yes. yes it's yes. like such a um, kind of like we said about uh, Mary Kate Wiles, it's such a tricky role to balance this like. A person like Caroline or like Lydia for Caroline it's like how do you balance this person who is manipulative but also like doesn't necessarily get seen as manipulative by some of the characters and does it so well in this series um, that I just want to like snap snaps to that <laughs> like it's, it's really hard to do that to be like I'm unlikable but like me yeah it happens so well yeah it it really does I mean like and the thing is is that like I can't I cannot fault Lizzie for uh just knowing who Lizzie is as a person I can't fault her for uh falling for for Caroline because she really does it well she She does it so well yeah yeah Again, like, masterful in the way that she does it. So, yeah, I get it. For sure. I mean, I like to flatter myself into thinking that I would not fall into that same trap. But, you know, you don't know. You don't know. Yeah. You don't know. So true. So, props to that. 
så, så är det. Yes, yes. Um, gosh, what else do we want to cover? Let me check the notes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Mary is the cousin. Yes. Um, LOL at Lydia saying, I always forget about Mary. Or I think that was Lizzie, actually. Lizzie, it was Lizzie saying, yeah. I always forget about Mary. I was like, yeah, apparently. Because <laughs> she got demoted as a cousin. And yeah. also, like, nobody remembers her. Which is sad, because I actually really like this version of Mary. I, I, yeah, I do, too. She's got, like, April Ludgate vibes, is what I will say right now. Which I am amused by, for sure. Yeah. I, um... I will say I, I do really like uh, the relationship, too, between uh, Lydia and Mary in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's so, it's just so good. <laughs> like, you see, like, um, Lydia teases uh, Mary about the boy that she likes, and um, then you know, Mary gets made fun of um, for liking him by some girl she went to high school with. And so Lydia decides to cover their cars with unicorn stickers, which is adorable. And then when <laughs> yeah. Lydia gets fired from her babysitting job, um, Mary takes her out for Froyo. And it's just like, they have, they have a, such a cute relationship, you know? And uh, I know that comes more into play um, later, but I think for now it was just such a, a sweet introduction uh, to the two of them. Yeah, I really like their dynamic as well. Um, I think it's like the most fascinating because like Mary in this version is like eh, emo is maybe the best way to describe it, like an emo chick. Who has, like, a very dry sense of humor. And, like, Lydia's kind of the polar opposite. But they, like, you can tell how much they really like and respect each other um, in this series. And, like, how much even in a couple of um, vlog episodes they, like, develop that relationship. And I think it's really cute. Yeah, it is. It is really, really cute. Yeah. Oh, Lydia. Mary. Mary. Oh, Lydia. Oh, Mary. Oh, Kitty, who was a cat. So many interesting things. It's a little time. There's the literal Kitty Bennett. <laughs> yeah, the literal Kitty Bennett. Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah. Um. Bing and Jane finally get some actual scenes Uh, together. Yeah. Let's talk about that because there is a quote that says some adorableness happened from Lizzie and it is they're just like the cutest purest souls and I just want to like look at them interacting with each other for a long time because it's just so cute. It is. They're so cute. They're, they are so cute. They're so, I mean, Bing is so sweet, you know, he's like, 
gonna go buy Jane a movie because she feels <laughs> sick and like he yeah. is like I, I regret to inform you you have like only seven or eight decades to live and then she's oh. like well you know I spend those decades with you and I'm just like ah, ah can uh. you believe gosh I like lost it and like oh my god this is so cute it's just so cute it's just like those like romances that like are almost like candy like you're just like it's just so sweet I just can't right now with this but I can let's watch five more hours of this content cool thanks yes 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 so they're adorable I know and that like makes the inevitable betrayal like that much worse oh gosh yes which is like it's so like why is my first question which i think was also jane when she had that um kind of like in dramatic characterization breakdown which we will definitely talk about more but like dude really you like post on Twitter. Uh, this is very much skipping for it, but you have this really cute relationship where you're just like really cute with each other and like obviously like each other. And then, like, episodes later, many episodes later, but episodes later, you're like, oh, well, that was fun. Bye. On Twitter. Dude. Really? Dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was not a huge fan of him in that moment. I was like all no. indignant on Jane's behalf. I was like, "You don't yeah. deserve her." No, get out of here with your bullshit. Get, get out of here. Ugh, rude. Nobody does that to Jane. No. Um. So, yeah, they're real cute together, but also. It makes me very sad that they um, that it ended up like that. Well, and I, I have to say, and I don't want to jump too far ahead and like, you know, a spoiler alert, obviously, but um, I, that's why I like the conclusion of their character arcs uh, so much. Like when they finally meet again, um, when he comes to see her, um, I I like the fact that she doesn't really take him back, you know. Yeah. She, she more she says more like, well, you can come with me, but that doesn't mean that you're automatically forgiven. Yeah. Like, good for you, because that was a douche move, my dude. Yeah, and I mean, and it would be so easy to just forgive him because Christopher Sean is just a babe. <laughs> he wrote yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's just he's so cute so cute yeah what else do we need to cover here um ah. yeah we talked about Caroline um Lydia's vlog, she rents out the attic of Mary's house. Oh my gosh. What is this plot line? I don't understand. Yeah. 
I I think it was like honestly setting up the whole financial struggles uh thing that comes into play later. Like mm. Lydia's got all these like get rich quick schemes. Um <laughs> Yeah, which is hilarious because Mary's like, we're gonna get murdered, and she was like, well, he's cute, so just like, cute <laughs> like, people would still murder you. Yeah, did Ted did Ted Bundy not teach you anything? <laughs> uh, yeah, gosh, I like Mary. What a gal. Yeah, it's so interesting. Um, yeah. Quote Caroline has my back. Does she? Yeah, the Caroline line. Um, I love the episode where Lydia and Collins are doing reenactments oh with each gosh. other. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's just so good. It's like I so just want to like rewatch that, like them. Um, well, first, I think um, I watched this a little while ago, so I, you can correct me if you remember things differently, but they played as the Bennett parents, which was, like, frankly hilarious to watch yeah. that interaction happen. Um, and then, like, also did, like, a Lizzie and Darcy scene where um, Lydia's just like, I hate you. You're the worst. And, like, Mr. Collins, like, taps out of it and she's like I don't understand why you're being so angry at me and she's like uh, duh it's cause we're playing yeah um, and I love that so much yeah I no so much. I, I also really enjoyed that um, and I thought it was well and that's that's the episode where um, <laughs> it's the episode uh, where we kind of um see more of Lizzie's I don't know her vitriol towards Collins I guess kind of Mm. comes through um, in that episode too where it's just like he wants to know like how her process and she's just like no get out I don't want it Eh." yeah yeah Yeah. so Lydia's like let me get him away yeah, so, so I she can does. take Lizzie's car. <laughs> yeah, right? So funny. Yeah. Oh, man. And what else? Uh, the proposal for Mr. Collins. I really oh. like the dump trots where he's trying to, like, explain his four different points. Um, that was really funny. Also... Let's talk about the fact that he calls Lady Catherine Deberg Catherine Deberg in this. It seems like Ricky might or would call her Mrs. Catherine or Miss Deberg or something like that when he does that with Lizzie. Uh, The way that Lizzie turns Colin down does not feel great to me. Nope. Those are some words. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mhm. Yep. Yep. Uh I agree. I think uh, okay, and this might be a uh, unpopular opinion here, but I honestly <laughs> think that if she had been a little bit more tactful in turning him down, he would not have launched into the your degree is going to be useless 
tyranny mm-hmm. that it he kind of jumps into um and which makes her very angry which is justifiably you know justifiably so um yeah but yeah i i just was like mm, mm, yeah. you know mm. <laughs> just a lot of just a lot of yeah yeah i think like something that um occurred to me was just like the fact that she was okay at first you know like after the like there's multiple offers again after there's like two where she's just like no i don't really want this thank you though maybe um and then like snaps so hard afterwards and, like, uses a lot of, I'm going to say unnecessary, but maybe pop, unpopular opinion, unnecessary anger to be like, I don't like you. Shut up. Meh. Very much paraphrasing there. But, like, let's be real. It kind of also happens like that. Uh, yeah, it does. It does happen like that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, it's. Because on, on the one hand, it, it, he did definitely do that thing that literally every woman hates where he, like, mansplained um, to her, mm. the industry. Um, but at the same time, like, he was a lot more knowledgeable about the technicalities of what she was doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and he did have knowledge that she could have benefited from, um, like, when he asked her about the analytics. And she was like, "What are what's that? Um, but she yeah. didn't want to do it because she didn't like him, right. um, which was, I don't know. It wasn't like, for me, Charlotte agreeing to marry Mr. Collins, like, does not, um, I guess, like, I understand it intellectually, but I don't, like, think it's a choice that I would have made but I honestly think if I was in Lizzie's position I would have very seriously considered taking that offer I would have at least sat and like heard him out you know um which is not something that Lizzie is is even interested in doing she just automatically (laughs) turns it down but yeah um like this is this is a scenario in which I would have humored Mr. Collins, whereas usually I'm like, hell yeah, Lizzie, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think like what comes across with this um, is that um, kind of going back to the quote of like, she is just so firmly in the position of like, I would never do this. It's beneath me to, I don't know, be aligned with Mr. Collins um, that she, I don't know, just, like, feels rightfully convicted that, like, nobody would ever do that. Um, When in actuality, you'd be like, well, but, like, it's a job. It's a a piece of security. Um, So you can, like, I don't know, at least... For me, I can definitely understand why Charlotte um, goes after it. Because, like, honestly, y'all, mm-hmm, it's hard out here. And to not worry about, you know, B 
being in financial debt is real. It's just real, real. Yeah. And I mean, and that is quite honestly, like Lizzie talks about the mountain of debt she has and she kind of alludes to the financial problems that her parents are experiencing. Like just for me, like it just, I was like, Lizzie, just listen to him. Just hear him out. It's going to be the answer to your problems. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, she just kind of bristled because she does not like Mr. Collins. And, you know, yeah. that, I, that, those feelings are valid. It's just I, I don't think I would have acted the same way. Whereas, like, I think I, in the book I might act the same way as she does when she turns him down. Um, Uh, there's a lot of like really good parallels I think and um, I mean maybe I would have been in the same situation and still turned him down but like tried to execute it with a little bit more kindness perhaps and being like I really don't want this though yeah but I appreciate what you're trying to do at the same time yeah Oh. Yeah. But on that line, or similar to that line, Charlotte Lou is a boss bitch who yes, yes, negotiates yeah. literally a partnership um, instead of like a job, even a job offer. Like she just elevates that shit. She's like, no, but I'm the best. So, like, do better. Yes. And she gets it done. I love that. Yep. Yeah. She she really she's doing the most. She does the most. Yeah. yeah. Love that. Love her. Um and on that vein, she does not deserve Lizzie Bennett's anger. Nope. nope. At all. Dude. Nope. Yeah. it down. Yep. Again, that like I'm right, you're wrong. How you would how could you ever do this? This is not what you want in this world. And Charlotte's like, mm, but actually it is because I need money. Yes. Which is my family needs money. Yeah. Which is completely valid. Yeah. BTS. Yes. It is. And like somebody who has been your best friend of like decades at this point, I would hope would understand that. But no, or does understand it, but like later, it's just a little frustrating for sure. Yeah, well, I would perhaps say more than a little frustrating. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, at least Lizzie, a few episodes later, is like talking about how she misses Charlotte and like realizes in the video that like Charlotte has not been maybe treated nicely to put it mildly Um, just to put it yeah I mean that's growth but like I don't know yeah (sighs) just wish there was more just wish there was a little bit more love for Charlotte because she deserves it she does. She does deserve. She deserves a lot of love. And yeah. uh, 
Ja. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I think all the characters just deserve a lot of love, you know? True. Yeah. And I do like how after um, Charlotte has accepted the job and has moved on dot org to be the boss that she is. Jane is like really worried about Lizzie again. Like that's just a cute relationship between them, and like keeps coming in with like tea and scones because she's a pure seat cinnamon roll, too good for this world, too pure. Uh, I love that a lot. Jane just really deserves the best. Just oh, she really does. Deserves all of the love and happiness and stability. And she just really also deserves somebody who will communicate with her about their plans instead of just like yeah. up and leaving to freaking LA, which is not even worth it because LA sucks. Um, I just have a lot of feelings about that. Yeah. Yeah, valid, valid concerns. I don't know if you could tell from the (laughs) the rant I just went on a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, again, like, tweets his goodbye. It's real low. Yeah. She deserves to be sad and angry and deserves a lot fucking better. She made him snickerdoodles. That motherfucker. She made him snickerdoodles. You made him think, I, you know what, Jane Bennett, if you want to make me snickerdoodles, I'm here for that. All right. Yeah. Snickerdoodles are one of the best cookies. So, yeah. I would be happy to receive snickerdoodles. Thank you much, Lee. Just men. Hashtag send snickerdoodles. Yes. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) You want I to think- send snickerdoodles to us, we will be more than willing to accept. Yeah, honestly. I mean, like, the only good thing to, like, happen for, um, in this whole mess was, like, that Jane got the, the job in L.A. That sounded, you know, marginally better than her current work. So, yay. Love that journey for her. She deserves that. Yes. Um, gosh, what else? Um, <laughs> the dramatic reenactment in between. Um, well, it's Jane and Lizzie doing it, but like the reenactment of the stare off between Wickham and Darcy that they play out. <laughs> I found that delightful and hilarious. So that's a note there. Um, <laughs> Wickham, Wickham. Let's talk and about his Wickham. Shoulders, and his oh. shoulders, his shoulders. Which is a very strange obsession to have. I, yeah, like why? Why that fixation? Though is a question. Oh and man, are we gonna kink shame Lizzie Bennett? No, I guess not. But also, I. I, I will know. kink shame her. I, I do understand. I don't. Uh, I don't really get it, but I'm not gonna, yeah. you know, shame you for that. I guess I just like 
I don't know. Wickham in this is like such a dude, bro. Um, just like not, not the most intelligent human person. Let's be real. So I would rather shame that than anything else. Still shoulders, shoulders, still shoulders. Yeah, like. Okay, what a strange fixation you have, friend. But all right. Um, gosh, I do like the fact that um, Lydia was just like, oh, whoops, I spilled my drink on you. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a sly move. That was pretty awesome. Not yeah. gonna lie. Not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. Um, gosh, what else? Um, <laughs> Q&A number five. Um, somebody asks if Lizzie met Hank Green and there's a kind of an awkward clip. So interesting, these choices. <laughs> yeah, not entirely sure I understand the reasoning behind that, but you know, whatever. Except that Hank Green produced this, so I guess right? they want to... Have him involved, question mark? Okay. I guess. That was the only thing that came to my mind of like, haha, it's an inside joke. <laughs> yeah. So, very strange. You know, but... I, I appreciate Hank Green. But also, I'm like, all right. Now. Sure. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a... Lizzie Darcy reenactments where they're talking about Wickham and all my brain could focus on was the fact that in this scenario, Lizzie and Wickham, even in play world, were like holding hands. And I was like, (laughs) this amuses me. I was like, do not fucking touch her. Do not. You swear to God, I will end (laughs) you. Get your hands off of her. But she... I don't know. I just... I guess I just, like, really... I didn't get the attraction. I just didn't, you know? No. I'm I'm also, like, real over and done with, like, any type of dude bro, so... Yeah. That's where it's at, also. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. On that note, this note at the end says, every time... Wickham is on the screen, I audibly say yuck at least once. Yeah. I kind of make this face, which is like a mm, face, you know? Mm, yeah. I know you that can't. Is the, that is the feel. Yeah. Just like eye, eye rolling and yuck. <laughs> yes, it definitely happens at least once when George Wickham decides to enter into the screen and that will continue for a long time (laughs) gosh not not a fan of no i also like this is um maybe slight spoilies but um i have never gotten through the future episodes when it's just george and lydia together on her vlog um, so I'm not looking forward to that, is what I will say right now. 
Yeah, I, I, I have watched all of those episodes, and it just makes me angry and it makes me sad because it's so clear that he is extremely emotionally manipulative and abusive, but she so feels abusive. so abandoned by her sisters that yeah. it's just she's just easy pickings. She's just easy pickings. It's so and sad. Ugh. Ugh. And I hate him. I hate him. I hate him so much. Just so much. Just the all of the ways. Just. Yeah. 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 But I guess we haven't technically gotten to that part yet. No. no. So we'll get there more. <laughs> we will get there. We will get there. And I am going to be, I'm going to continue to be mad about it. Yep. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Those are the, those are the talking points I had for these, these episodes. Anything else that you wanted to add in to the mix? Um, no, I think we, we covered, um, we covered everything. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, we've got, we've got some more to go. So... Uh, and we'll see more characters soon. We will. We will. Um, okay. So, do should we do the end quote? Since I think we decided we're not going to give a reading until the last episode. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, the ending quote we have for you today is from Lydia. In episode 37, um, which is Lydia versus Mr. Collins. And we talked about this episode a little bit ago. It's the one where uh, Lydia is showing Collins how Lizzie does her videos. Uh, (laughs) Super hilarious. But uh, Lydia tells Mr. Collins rule number one about Lizzie's diaries. They are Lizzie's diaries. She sees what she wants to see. And I feel like this has just been an ongoing theme for us about um, how Lizzie treats the world and how she sees the world and how she uses this medium as kind of a way to further all of those, um, I don't know, expectations, disappointments she has. Yeah. She... um... I mean, it's called the Lizzie Bennet Diaries for a reason, you know, y'all? They are, they are her interpretation of the world. Um, and like you said before, some of that is, like, definitely real and valid. And um, some of it is, you know, coming from a place of judgmental prejudice combinations uh, so, yeah, it's really interesting to, like, grapple with this um, idea of, I think we brought this up last time, but, like, the idea of Lizzie Bennett as a narrator, and to a certain extent, maybe we can trust her a little bit, but we definitely know that this is not the full story, um, and what makes this 
really interesting is the amount of like growth that happens within it and the fact that we get to see um a lot of this like you know development happen in real time and see how much the the quotes about her being so you know lizzie sees what she wants to see play out or play out in a way that um forces lizzie to grapple with how judgmental she is being yeah so so interesting so cool yeah yeah it's gonna be great it's gonna be good times gonna be good times Mm -hmm. so yeah next time we're gonna be doing everything that happens between episode 51 and episode um oh my gosh (gasps) sorry oh episode yawn yes um We are going to be doing everything between episode 51 and uh, episode 75. So buckle up, kids. A lot goes on in those buckle episodes. Up, children. Oh, God. We get, we get Darcy. Uh, yeah. I don't even know who else. Gigi? Uh, I think so. I know Fitz oh, shows yeah. up. <gasps> Fitz. Oh my gosh, I can't wait for Fitz. Oh my gosh, I love him. What a so delightful much. person. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, he is. He is. Yeah. So get ready, friends. You can find us oh, a lot of different places, is what it is. Um, you can. Find us on social media. As of right now, our platforms are um, Instagram and Tumblr and uh, Facebook. All of those are under the Austin Archives. So find us there. Follow us if you'd like. That would be really cool beans. Um, you can... Also find this on the podcasting format. As you might know, guest, we have a podcast. Wow. <laughs> Feeling a little snarky today, y'all. Uh, let's go with it. So you can find us on podcasting places um, like iTunes. Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play. Mm, those are the only ones that come to my mind uh-huh. as of right now. Wherever else you are listening or know to listen, find us there. Yay. And as always, um, a huge thank you for... All of y'all who listen along, follow along, leave us messages or other things to let us know that we're not alone talking to avoid. <laughs> <laughs> That's just real neat. And um, I had a shout out from Instagram. Hold on. Oh. Let me pull it up. All right. So. 
This is user. Ooh, I'm gonna try to pronounce this name. If I mispronounce it, I am so very sorry. It's Rye Ambersai is how I will try to pronounce that. Um, says on the Pride and Prejudice 1995, uh, or sorry, 2005 rather. The best version, PNP 2005. I watched this movie over and over again. Me too. Same. So hard same. same hard same. same. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Shout out to that. Um, it's always nice to get um, messages from y'all on there. Also, we have 52 followers. So that's neat. Ooh, we are moving up in the world. We're moving on up. Um, Yeah, and as a little, hey, we're all stuck in quarantine. Um, (laughs) We did a quiz, which good adaptation of Sense and Sensibility are you, since we have covered all of the Sense and Sensibility movies that we could find. Um, there is a link on our Tumblr page and there is also a link on our Facebook page. So if you want to find out which of the classic, uh, excellent adaptations of, uh, sense and sensibility you are, please take that quiz. Um, also if you are looking for something like, the 1971 version or the 1981 version, you will not find it there. And please seek help for <laughs> to what you are feeling currently. I don't know. I, I kind of wanted to get sense and sensibility as in the Hallmark version. But well, yeah, okay. I did not but put it on there. Yes. <laughs> did not, yeah. was not included in the results that you could get. So that's fair. That's fair. I did get the uh, Emma Thompson one. So, <laughs> yeah, me too. And I didn't even get it on purpose because as soon as I finished the quiz, I immediately forgot what answers were to what. So, <laughs> great, great, great. Bad memory, y'all. Bad memory. Yeah. Um, that's real. And yeah, that's really all. I feel like I have to say right for this podcast. Yeah, I think that's about all I've got as well. So, yeah, just hanging in there, you know, it's all we're doing. That's all we're doing. Yeah, stay safe, stay healthy, watch more Jane Austen content. (laughs) Yes, all of it. Rewatch that 2005 Pride and Prejudice, y'all. Just, yes. Yes. Delightful. So good. Chef's kiss. So good. Watch out, Jane. Coming for you, girl. (laughs)